Hi there, and welcome back to our mental health podcast. Our main goal here is to learn how to communicate better with people experiencing mental challenges. Now, what do you usually reply when someone asks you how you're feeling today? Now think, how are you really feeling today? We tend to reflectively answer, I'm fine, but is that what's truly going on in our minds? We often neglect our own feelings to help or protect those we care about. But what if someone told you that you could do both? You can address your emotions and help another person talk about theirs. Easier said than done, right? For today's podcast, we'll guide you through a couple of complicated scenarios. In these situations, you have wonderful, exciting news to share, but the other person is going through a rough time. What should you say? What shouldn't you do? Do you tend to solve the problem or say something funny? Despite our good intentions, we may unknowingly make a situation worse by crossing lines and pushing boundaries. We should put aside our desire to solve the problem and truly listen to the other person's needs instead. Let's look at two what-if scenarios. What if you found out that you and your partner are having a baby, but your friend recently experienced a pregnancy loss? You have been dreaming about starting a family since you were a child, and you're excited to start this new journey but you don't know how to tell your friend. The first step is to tell that friend the news in private. Those who experience loss may need to process your good news privately so that they can freely express their feelings. Give them time and space to deal with a situation that triggers their grief. When consoling someone who has experienced loss, some phrases may seem comforting, but are actually offensive. At least he or she is in a better place. Everything happens for a reason. I understand how you feel. You can have another one. As awkward as it may feel, don't pretend as if their loss didn't happen. Instead, use these simple, soothing phrases when announcing your good news. I'm so sorry for your loss. We're thinking about you and your family. I know this is difficult for you. As we said in our previous podcasts, be ready for the other person's reaction, negative or positive, and listen to them without judgment or expectations. Moving on to our second what-if scenario. This time, you just received a long-awaited promotion at your job. You worked really hard for this position, but your friend hasn't been able to find a stable job. How will they react to your good news now that your professional life is on an upward trajectory while they feel stuck? Like the first situation, share your good news, but also anticipate any adverse reaction the hurting person may have. Be sensitive in both delivery and response. Let's look at some things you should do and say. Many well-intentioned people make the mistake of assuming that the other person feels the same way they do about losing a job. For example, some people search for jobs fairly frequently, but it doesn't mean that they are constantly devastated and need help all the time. This brings us to a second mistake most people make. Fixing a problem without being asked to. Unless the person asks you to help their job hunt or upgrade their resume, don't offer. Here are some phrases that simply aren't helpful. Let me know if I could help in any way. When a door closes, another one opens. Finding a job is all about determination. You'll find a job soon. 
Replace vague statements and unnecessary advice with small acts of kindness. Offer to take them out for a coffee or suggest fun activities to do together. Don't focus on the jobless aspect of their lives. However, if they do say they're having a hard time with their emotions surrounding unemployment, you can say, I'm sorry to hear that. Job hunting can be stressful. How have you been feeling this week? In both scenarios, we don't immediately act. Instead, we react to the other person's needs. If you have good news, you're allowed to share it with someone who's feeling down. However, keep their emotional state in mind. Now let's talk about the most important person in your life. You. People keep their feelings inside because they fear the reaction of others, or they see it as a sign of weakness. Talking about your feelings is extremely important to your mental and physical health. Letting your feelings out helps prevent stress, anxiety, and high blood pressure, among other ailments. But before entering a conversation about your emotional state, ask yourself these five questions. How can I put my feelings into words? Do I feel comfortable and safe talking to this person? How can I manage my expectations of this conversation? What mode of communication is easier for me, face-to-face -face or text? Will I be able to stay away from unhealthy venting and retain responsibility for my emotions? Everyone deserves to be seen and heard. We can be open and talk about good and bad feelings, but we should be mindful about what we say. Our podcast today is coming to a close. Next time, we'll talk about depression. Is depression the same thing as sadness? Is a depressed person just a very sad person? What do you think the difference is between sadness and depression? Join us for our next podcast as we answer these questions and more. Thanks for listening today. Take care, and we'll see you on the next episode.